you want a satisfying career and a fulfilling family life, this is the podcast for you. Join me, Joel Lulovich, and me, Lucy Dickens, as we share strategies and advice to help you keep your balls in the air. Welcome to the Juggle Podcast. Hi, everyone. It's Joe here. And Lucy, welcome back to the Juggle Podcast. Both of us, Lucy and Joe, have partners who take a significant role in the care of our children. We try not to say we're lucky. <laughs> um, not <to> love that. <laughs> we'll save that conversation for another it's, day. It's very careful planning. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and uh, listen to our episode <laughs> with Jamila Rizvi and she'll tell you all about being not just lucky. But we know that this isn't the case for everyone. Not everyone has partners who take a hugely significant or equal role in the care of the children. And it's particularly the case for single parents. And we're very aware that the role our partners play is something that we both rely on a lot in our lives. And of course, we're aware that this is not something that everybody has. So to bring a different opinion, we've invited Lucy Good to come and chat to us about managing the juggle from the perspective of a single mum. Lucy works with hundreds of single mums through her business Beanstalk and her popular Facebook group, The Single Mum Vine. She sits at the centre of the think tank of modern day single motherhood and is a sought after social commentator on single parent issues. As well as having her own blog and podcast series, she's appeared on national TV and writes articles for parenting, news, lifestyle and business communities. But before we get into it, if you're not in our Facebook community, the Juggle community, make sure you come and join us. And also don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Hi, Lucy. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me on. So one of the things that we love discussing on this show is different ways that women are managing the juggle. And you as a single mother have a slightly different experience to Lucy and I. So we'd love to hear how you are making the juggle work for you. So can you tell us what time did you start your day today? Oh, Well, I actually will admit that being um, a co-parenting single mother, um, I don't have my kids today. Ah. Does that mean you got a a lion this morning? Well, I wasn't going to have a lion. I'm having a new website upgrade at the moment. I've got so much work on. So what I did was I went to bed really late with a plan (laughs) to get up really early. (laughs) My head was spinning with work ideas. I couldn't get to sleep to about one in the morning. So my Mm. plan to get up at half past five was actually getting up at seven o'clock, which is one of the benefits of being a co-parenting single mother. If you do need that extra bit of time in bed, you can have it. So I'm all about the benefits of my situation. So what about a typical day? Like if you do have your kids at home with you, how does that day look? Typical day, my kids are 12 and 15. We would usually get up at about six o'clock. Yeah. And I suppose at that age, they are mostly getting themselves ready? Absolutely, they do, yeah. <laughs> Part of it, yeah, teaching them independence. It's a matter of me going downstairs and shouting, well, I don't, I go in and give them a kiss and a cuddle and say, good morning, time to get up. I always do my kids' breakfast, even though they can do their own. It's really important to me that they have a really lovely, healthy and wholesome start to their day, especially when it's term time. Yes, yes. Now, we should have checked this with you, but I'll just ask you now. A lot of women don't like the phrase single mother. I understand from reading on your website that it's a term that you're okay with, but can you tell us a little bit about that term? I'm sure you're familiar with people who don't necessarily love it. 
Yeah, look, I know there are some people who don't like it, but I don't come across it very often at all. In fact, I probably, in the whole time I've had my business, which is nearly three years now, I've only had probably a handful of people say that they prefer the term solo parent or solo mum. But generally, people are quite happy to be referred to as single mums. And I think especially in the way society is today, where single mums are emerging to be these kind of strong, fabulous, wonderful women in society, a lot of women are taking it on board and are quite proud to be single mothers. I know I am. Mm. Absolutely. So what kind of co-parenting arrangements do you have with the children's father? Yeah, look, I've been lucky, really. And I say that because I work with so many single mothers and I see so many difficult situations and situations that are a lot worse than mine. Although having said that, everything does change. When you become a single parent, it can be very difficult at first and it slowly gets easier. We started off with 50-50. That makes it sound very easy, but it hasn't always been easy. That 50-50 has been divided up in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like First of all, we tried swapping halfway through the week and wow. then we week on week off and because my ex-husband has a business which means he needs to work weekends we now do it that I have my kids every single weekend for four nights and he has them for three nights in the week but that still works 50 50 so I think life is always changing situations are changing we both have our own businesses the kids are getting older so you just have to be prepared to move with the circumstances and be adaptable um, when Mm. you need to be with co-parenting So on that, what are your views on boundaries between your business and your children family? Look, the boundaries are quite hard really for me because I do work from home now, now that I've given up my part-time job, which I did a couple of months ago now. I work all day right through into the night and my children are wonderfully understanding and accepting of what I'm doing and they have become used to growing up with mum sat in front of her laptop for most of her life (laughs) Um, and I often well I don't as much now but I do have pangs of guilt thinking oh god that's how they're going to remember me but they're also very involved in what I do I talk to them about the business they've seen the business start up they knew about it before I even started it what my plan and idea was so they've seen it grow really they're my biggest fans when something amazing happens with my business because I am a one-man band it's my kids that I tell first even if they're with their dad I phone them up and I tell them and um, they're the people who give me the most support out of anyone plus I do have a teenager so um, if I need help with Instagram or anything like that (laughs) so my kids are very involved and my boundaries between kid life and work life are pretty much non-existent you mentioned guilt and I want to ask you about that you say you feel less guilty now than perhaps you have done in the past is that because your children are older and more involved or is it just because you're used to it now and this is how it is and you know that you don't need to feel guilty guilt is a wasted emotion I've known it for a long time (laughs) I think we all know it deep down I think as you get older and life throws you all this stuff and you just have to deal with it you just get to the point where you think look you know I'm doing my best It might not be quite good enough. It might not be what I want, but it's enough. And once you accept that, then you don't feel as guilty. And it's something as well that I preach to single mothers in my group. Don't feel guilty. You're doing your best. Mm. You should feel proud of yourself for what you're doing. In terms of with the kids getting older, I actually think 
and this is something I've learned now that I have got young teenagers, your kids need you more when they're older. And I think that's a big mistake that we make as parents. We think that we need to be around our kids while they're younger and be there for them all the time. And then when they're in school, we go back to work and then they go up into secondary school and we're in full time work and probably got a few sidelines going on because that's what we do as women nowadays. But it's actually as they're older that our kids need us most. They don't need us to sit on the floor and play with them. They don't need us to cuddle them as much. They don't need us to cook for them. They need us to be there more than ever when they reach their teenage years. It's a mistake I made. And so it's something I like to put out there for people who do have younger children to be ready for that and not to think they can take a back seat as they get older. I agree with you. But having said that, I also think that unless we've actually spent the time with our children when they're young, we won't have had the opportunity to develop and build that relationship that we need with them so that when they get to those teenage years and they're going through all of those changes in emotions and puberty and everything, that they'll be willing to talk to us. So unfortunately, (laughs) it's a constant. There's different things that we don't need to do, but the quality time that gets talked about more often these days is so important in terms of actually spending that time talking to them. And I know some parents who have nighttime routines where they talk to their children about their day and whether they have gratitude practices or whatever it might be, but it's making concentrated time to talk to their kids to develop that bond so that those kids are used to having important conversations with mum and dad um, and they're ready to have them again later in life. So I'm sure that's what you've done if you've actually got teenagers who want to have a relationship with you now. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. And I think what my message is, it's about you need to be in the driving seat throughout this whole parenting thing right from the beginning, right through. And it's a totally different level of care when it's older. I mean, your kids don't want you hanging around when they're yes. older but they need you to be there and to be available to them. Um, And if you're just off working all the time thinking, oh, my job is done, that's where it can go wrong. And it's more of a a mental thing when the children are older. My eldest, who's 15, she mentally exhausts me within a few hours of being back. (laughs) Dad's because I've heard about all of her school issues with her school friends. Um, If there's a boy that she likes, you know, any problems that she might have had with her dad, it all comes out. And within a couple of hours, it's mentally exhausting. Mm. Um, But it's a different level of care. So yeah, I agree. They need it when they're younger because that helps when they're older to be able to talk to you and communicate Mm you in a comfortable level that's why I think it's so great that women are getting out there and they are starting their own businesses and they are planning careers that allow them to work from home or work flexible hours so that they can be there right through their children's lives until they leave home and at that point yes you can kind of say my job here is done but of course you never stop worrying (laughs) (laughs) no so you mentioned career and this is a a big issue for um, women like all of us who are managing career and juggling family and all the rest of it And a lot of women will say having kids has ruined my career or had a negative impact. Do you think particularly being a single parent impacts on your career more so or any differently to, you know, parents who are in a relationship? It's a funny one for me because I've made a career out of being a single mother. (laughs) Look, I have over 11,000 single mothers on my Facebook group. And occasionally we might put up a post, you know, what do you do for a living? What's your career? And do you enjoy it? And you would not believe the things that come up on there. We've got biologists, we've got 
vets, we've got hairdressers, we've got truck drivers, we have got women doing amazing things. And something which really, really, I have a lot of respect for is all these single mums who are starting to restudy to, to better themselves so they can provide for their families. In my experience, what I see, becoming a single mum actually makes you more ambitious and you actually end up with a better career than you would if you were still partnered and perhaps taking the back seat and being more of the kind of at-home member of the partnership. And I do have a strong view about the women who say, oh, you know, my career has been ruined because I took such and such number of years off work to look after my children. I think as women, we should be very grateful and honoured to have had the opportunity. I took six years of work to bring up my two little girls mm. and they were the most magical years of my life. And I am forever grateful that I was able to do that. And my husband was happy for me to do that. And he was able to provide for me to do that. It meant that when I went back into the workforce, yes, it was harder. I had to fight harder to get back in. But what I got for it that time with my girls, it was all worthwhile. And I just had to try a bit harder and I got there eventually. I think we should be grateful if we take the time of work to bring up our kids. So tell us about Beanstalk then. You just mentioned you have a Facebook community of over 11,000 members and you've also got a, a blog that goes alongside that. So tell us about what you do at Beanstalk and what led you to creating it. I started uh, Beanstalk really because when I became a single mum, I was looking for a resource and support and I couldn't find it. So Beanstalk is what I was looking for when I first became a single mother. And I have lots of mums who say, I wish there was something like this around when I first became a single mum. Now, there are resources out there for single mums, very few. And I think there should be more because so what we need as single mums is quite different to partnered mums. We do need a different type of resource. Um, a lot of single mums are quite isolated, so we need more of a community. Um, so really, Beanstalk is about offering community and support and resources. But most importantly, it's about offering them in a really light-hearted and positive manner, rather than focusing on the negative parts of being a single mother and all the difficult parts of the separation. It's about saying, look, this is hard, but you will get through it. And you're on a new path in life, and it is what you make it. It's about writing your own story, really. And that's where um, Beanstalk comes from. You know, it is a fairy tale. And I like to say to people that, you know, you may not have the happy ending that you thought, but that comes in many different forms. And a happy ending doesn't have to be that stereotypical family that we all think and envisage when we think of our futures. So based on your own personal experience and also the fact that you've been able to glean a lot of information from the members of your Facebook group and the, and the single mums that you've been able to speak with. What do you think or what do you feel are the fundamental differences between parenting as a single parent and a parent who's in a committed relationship? Oh, there's so many differences. <laughs> it's just untrue. I actually wrote a blog which I giggled and giggled about when I was writing it because it's like the difference between partnered and single mothers and it really is such a whole different world and in in some ways it's better and in some ways it's harder. I think the main difference and the main challenge that single mothers have which partnered mothers don't have as much is the financial issues. We have to learn to live on one income <laughs> that's very difficult to do because you can be earning a heap of money, but if you're paying for everything on your own, that's very hard. Um, the decision-making, 
um, of being a single mother can be difficult. You don't have someone to bounce ideas off. Sometimes we can struggle with decisions that we make and worry whether we've made the right ones. And that's where the community comes in on Beanstalk with the single mum vine, the Facebook group. People can ask for suggestions and ideas um, with big decisions and they can get other people's opinions. So the decision making um, is extremely difficult. Another thing, and I mentioned it earlier, is the sometimes isolation. Um, You can be so busy with work and your kids and you don't have the opportunity to get out and it can be quite isolating. The evenings, Saturday evening when the kids are in bed and you haven't got anyone to talk to. Mm. Again, I suppose that's where the, the single mum vine comes in again. You know, single mum vine goes off on a Saturday night. All <laughs> <laughs> these single mums who've got a glass of wine in their hand and just want to have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lot of relationships I know too. <laughs> <laughs> they, they might be sitting there next to each other, but they're not talking to each other. Yeah, yeah that's um, so true. One of the comments that I often hear is people saying that being a, a FIFO parent is like being a single parent. What, what do you think of that comment? I'd rather be a single parent. Um, I think it would be extremely difficult um, to have to cope with that situation um, of having to adapt to having hubby around and then having him gone mm-hmm. and then having to change the routine. Um, I take my hat off to the women who do it um, and those that do it successfully. Um, I certainly don't have that that feeling of how dare you say it's as, as hard as it is for a single mother. Although I know that a lot of women do. Yeah. And we, mm-hmm. we do have comments on the group about, you know, I'm fed up because such an, I was at the, in the school playground and this woman was complaining that she feels like a single mum because, well, <laughs> a comment like that would be removed from my group straight away because that's not what we're there for. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have challenges in life. We have challenges mm-hmm. with our relationships. We have challenges with our kids, with our work. Mm-hmm. It's not a competition as to who's got it hardest. We're all different and we should be supporting each other. Yes. Um, rather than trying to rank ourselves up and say, I've got it harder than you. <laughs> I love that positivity behind that. Well, yeah, I mean, we've got to try and keep it positive where we can. <laughs> Absolutely. Another of the questions that we quite often asked, both by single mothers and women with partners as well, is about childcare options. And specifically for those who don't have, you know, extended family support around, what are some ways that women in you and women in your group have used to help with, with childcare when they don't have those extra resources? It is a really difficult one. You know, when I look back, I've been divorced for six years now. And when my kids were younger and I was working, it was extremely difficult. And of course, I'm from the UK. So I've got no family here at all, apart from my children and my ex-husband. So yeah, it's a question that I don't really have many answers to. We just do what we can. I have a way where I try and physically connect single mothers rather than just online to be able to help each other. So I put up a post saying, look, you know, put the suburb that you're in and see if there's any other single mothers around you who are mm-hmm. able to help with childcare or even just to catch up with you for a drink if you're feeling a bit lonely and you want to talk to someone. So that's something that we do. We do connect in real life as well as online. But really, it is just a matter of using every single childcare facility we can and what we can afford as well. But it really is a problem, childcare, when they're younger. 
we're in school holidays here in Queensland at the moment and might get my kids back today from their dads and really school holidays with the 12 and 15 year old are now a breeze <laughs> because my 15 year old gets a bus everywhere and mm. I, I look back and I think oh god those days were so difficult it was so <laughs> hard to find support I'm right there at the moment it's same school holidays over here in WA at the moment and my husband and I are constantly right who's looking after them or taking them somewhere or what are they doing today yeah again here we go it's all mothers mm. Yeah, but yes, I think it is an extra challenge for single mm. mothers, and we have to be very inventive <laughs> and plan as well. The, the other thing I always recommend is plan the holidays. So even if you yes. just print out a cut, you know, one of those PDFs with a month, yes, a month on it, and then you can sit down with your kids and say, "Look, what is it you want to do these holidays?" Yes, um, and they can tell you all the things they want to do. You know, there'll be ridiculous things, but you can say, "Look, okay, well, we can't go to the moon." <laughs> But we can go to McDonald's one day. So you can plan with your kids what they want to get out of the holidays and then go through each day and make sure that you're covered, whether it's a friend looking after your kids, whether they're going into vacation care, whether you're taking the day off work. And just work through it day by day and get it all down. And that way you can kind of relax as much as you can in the school holidays, knowing that you're covered. Yes, absolutely. You touched on earlier the idea that there can be some big benefits to being a single mum. Can you tell us more about that? Well, where do I start? <laughs> I have to be careful not to advocate it too much. Look, I've just made the, <laughs> I've made the best of my situation. I was in a marriage that had no huge drama when it ended. We, we just grew apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was unhappy. Now I'm happy. Mm. So that's a, a massive advantage. But in practical terms, that we can do what we want when we want. We're in control. And come on, all women to some extent are control freaks. (laughs) (laughs) I make all the decisions in my household and I love it. One of the problems that I had with my ex when I was with him was he wanted to rent, I wanted to buy. As soon as I came out of my marriage, I I bought a property. So I now feel safe in my home. So they are big life decisions that make me feel better. If I want to give my kids chocolate cake for dinner, then I can. (laughs) I I think as a single mother, you go through stages where you're terrified and you don't know how you're going to do it and you wish it wasn't the way it was. You wish that you, you were with someone. But then once you start to accept your situation, then you can take control and you suddenly realize that you've got this new opportunity to live your life a different way and you don't have to take into consideration somebody else's needs and somebody else's wants. So if you want to retrain and do something that you couldn't do before or you wanted to purchase a property, you can change your goals and your goals are all about you and your kids. And I think that's a really exciting thing and that's an exciting opportunity to have. So you just need to turn around the way you look at being a single mother and rather than be scared of it, try to embrace it and walk that new path, the path that you want to walk. Lovely. My next question was going to be, do you have a mantra? But I feel like you might have just told it to us. <laughs> <laughs> look, I have different mantras for different days. <laughs> Some of my mantras are, I must get this work done today or something really boring. <laughs> And I have mantras around my kids. So if they're driving me mad, you know, I will be kind. I will be a good mum today. I won't breathe go deep breathing. <laughs> yeah, breathe deeply. But no, I mean, I have not so many mantras as I have sayings, which I just use with all the single mums that I mm-hmm. talk to. 
um, around different areas of single parenting. And everything that I talk about is positive and uplifting, but that's not to be confused with being perfect, which is sometimes where the confusion can lay with Beanstalk. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Who wants to be? You know, I'm not up there saying I'm a perfect single mum, but what I'm saying is I'm going to focus on the good bits and the positive bits of being a single mum. And so my mantras and the way I talk is always around that. And to finish off, exactly as Lucy said, I think you might have just answered this question, <laughs> but if you were to give one piece of advice to single parents who are managing this juggle of career and family, what would it be? Enjoy the journey. Just do your best because that is enough and you are enough. Mm. Living life as a woman in today's society is wonderful, but it's incredibly challenging because we're expected to do so much because we have proved that we're capable of so much. So yes, we do have control of the home. We do have amazing careers and we do all these other things and it's exhausting, but just, just live with the knowledge that what you're doing, especially as a single mom, is enough and your kids will love you for it. So get rid of the guilt, choose your path in life because you've got this wonderful opportunity to do that and then just walk, walk down it and enjoy it. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Lucy. You're welcome. It's lovely to chat to you. Thank you for having me on. Now, our listeners can find out more about Beanstalk at beanstalkmums.com.au and we'll include links to all your social media in our show notes as well. Thanks, Lucy. Thank you so much. That's all from The Juggle today. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe um, and give us a rating and review so that you can let us know what you think and it will also help other people find out about our show. Of course, if you want to continue the conversation with us, come and join our Facebook community at The Juggle Community. You might like to share what you learnt from Lucy or what your thoughts are on managing the juggle as a parent in a relationship versus as a single parent. See you next time. Happy juggling. Bye.